listening to Confessing Animals with Jen Harris and Vanessa Arrico. Rebel poets, real rebels, really talking poets, rebelling and listening, listening. listening. Don't interrupt me. Okay, nice. The hammer of these truths, you know, Mm -hmm. of these of these negotiables of these conversations. There's not a I mean, Peter, you know, we know I know that you and I talk about it. The the conditioning of the world that makes it so impossible to have this space between to have this breath of uncertainty and for that to be for the humility in that to be comfortable. I don't think there's a lot of. Nobody wants to be unsure. And yeah. you've really, truly embraced because I know I feel like I know you pretty well three years in. Like mm. you've really embraced uncertainty as a foundation. And yeah. in that, I find I see you and know you uh, as a person of great peace. And so I think it's I think it's quite remarkable to see this kind of example of a different way to live in this world where you're you're very you're very intentional to not have the answers yet you have so many contending viewpoints within your scope of knowledge and they'll argue with each other so many things yeah (laughs) yeah and like you don't you don't try to make one out to be um more possible than the other which is where you don't claim the label and it's the contemplation, right? It's like, we don't yeah. have to have the answers. It's the part of where, the reason why we're having these conversations in this podcast series, where we're thinking about all of this, we're questioning all of us. We're going, Ooh, what if this, what if that, like, what do you think that means? Like, what do you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like anything's that, possible. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, uh, and um, now this is a, this is a diverting a little different direction, but it's something that I was going to start with, um, which is how, where I see myself in the space time continuum as a human, um, at, um, I, I bothered, I thought about it, so I'm going to say it. Um, and that is that I, um, well, okay, 79 years old in April. Um, my father was born in 1901. My grandfather, whom I interacted with not much and didn't really talk with, but I saw him, was born in 1860, he, my grandfather, whom I saw, was three years old when Abraham Lincoln gave the Gettysburg Address. In my house hung, when I was growing up, the sword that my on-great-grandfather you had when he fought the revolution in the Revolutionary War. So I had this, this perspective. I am not a baby boomer. I was born before the end of the war. My siblings are all, they were all born in the 1929, 28, 27 to um, 36, I think. So my perspective goes back to what my dad lived through. Uh, Kitty Hawk happened, he was three years old when Kitty Hawk happened and first airplane flight. Cars didn't come until about 1905, commonly in the U.S., um, he went through World War One, World War II, Mom, but World War One, World War II, um, depression, all the rest. Well, that's my my sense of who I am, having come through that. Now, um, 
I, this, this part, I, it's just fun to think about for me. Um, and that is, um, I have no doubt that someone who was born in the late 1700s held my grandfather when he was a baby. I have a picture of my 92-year-old brother holding his newly born grandchild, who will probably hold her grandchild into the 2000-2200s, 2300s. I know, I mean, it goes, uh, when I did the math, I came to this direct connection with 400 years of human history in terms of touch. And um, as I, and, and I did, I am fascinated with the James Webb um, uh, telescope that has what's however 64 mirrors and can see and gather photons from the first galaxies shortly after the Big Bang. It goes back beyond that, okay. All of that convergence on this moment and everything that that, all that reality is fills this moment right now. Um, and I think of time now vertically, not in a linear way. Everything that has gone before and that will be is it's, this is Dennis, Sam Harris, you know, those guys' ways of thinking but it's all happening right now. It's, um, uh, for me, I love, like the image I saw uh, a special on Antarctica and doing, getting those cores samples and they go down millions of years of these, these core samples. And my, th that's a metaphor for me of where I'm standing on a core sample vertically that exists now, that has remnants of everything that has gone before me and the seeds of everything that's coming after me. So that's my story. I just, I, I, I just love that way of viewing reality. And that's why I, you know, our desti destination is now kind of thing. I, I, um, I have all these travels and, and, and whatever. And, um, and it is cliche to say it, but when I did the Camino and walked 500 miles, I realized it wasn't about the destination. I couldn't even think about Santiago. It was too, I'd gone through hell and I was only 20% of the way. And I, and it became immediately apparent, physically and, and viscerally apparent that it is about the journey and not about the destination. The destination is right now. Mm -hmm.